Welcome to the Sensory Wise Solutions Podcast for Parents, where parents can get real, actionable strategies to support kids with sensory processing disorder. I'm Laura, OT and mom to Liliana, a sensory sensitive kid who inherited my anxiety and my love for all things Disney. Consider me your new OT mom bestie. I know my stuff, but I also know what it's really like in the trenches of parenting a child with sensory processing disorder. Okay, mom, enough about me. Let's start the podcast. Here we are, the finale to the four-part series of our story. And if you're just joining us, I highly recommend going back to the first three episodes to find out the early part of our SPD and anxiety journey. But FYI, the last episode, episode three, got pretty emotional, so you have been warned. Today, in this last episode of the series, I will catch you up to where we are today and talk about how we've been surviving the pandemic, but she has been absolutely thriving in pre-K. So at the beginning of the pandemic, she actually did really well. Well, there are some details in this part of our life that I kind of skipped over because this would turn into like a six or seven part series. But basically, (laughs) we moved into my mom's house temporarily at the beginning of the pandemic, which was like a vacation for us because we finally had help with Liliana. We were out of our tiny apartment in the Bay Area and we all just had like a new refreshing environment, more space in my parents' house, all the attention and We never had to deal with the overstimulating like school environments and all of that. We were just kind of in our own bubble in this time, in this quarantine time. (laughs) So she did great those first two months of the pandemic. Then the honeymoon was over and she started back up with throwing huge meltdowns and getting back to her quote usual. We eventually moved out into our own space out of my parents' house And it just kind of started this cycle of ups and downs from there. And for the rest of the pandemic until school started, there were just months of ups and downs. That's all I can remember. It was like a roller coaster. And for reference, this was when she had just turned three. She turned three in July uh, 2020. So it did feel like we were in a better place for sure than six months before when she was having daily 90-minute meltdowns more than one time a day. But at this time, she was still having meltdowns. It just felt like it was less often, and it felt like we'd have at least one really good week out of a month, and then the other three weeks were kind of a mix of not-so-terrible days and SOS help me now days, and it was just all magnified and aggravated by quarantine and lockdown. However, I do want to insert here that the overall feeling of less stress did have to do with my husband and I's um, work and financial situation and, and felt a little bit more stable at this time. So that definitely contributed to the overall less stress. This was when I started making the shift from using the play therapist for Liliana to now having the play therapist work with me for my own anxiety and more parenting tips versus direct service for Liliana. And this was all obviously virtual, by the way. I also started being more intentional with using visual schedules to give us some structure in our endless isolation. You know that part of quarantine where you're like literally you could not tell the difference between weekdays and weekends and so it just we really needed structure. So I also wasn't working in the clinic at this time. I was home 
working on the OT Butterfly, which is my online business, and being Liliana's primary caregiver while my husband worked from home. So I just had this constant, like endless weeks, it felt like, where I didn't know what I was doing with her. And if you know people with anxiety, which I have, and people with SPD, which my daughter has, who also has anxiety, unstructured days or lack of routines is like, the worst. So I did use visual schedules to help us. And so we were having maybe one extreme bad meltdown a month, nowhere near where we used to be, but it was still pretty bad. Um, And she was still such a hair trigger for very huge emotional reactions. And the isolation, staying home was literally driving me insane and I was becoming more grumpy by the day. I had way less patience with her. I wasn't enjoying spending time with her and I knew she could tell. And so we just kept feeding off of each other and it got rough. Finally, my therapist suggested that I try to put her in preschool if I felt comfortable from a COVID exposure standpoint. I gave it some thought And I realized that she was right. And by May 2021, after my husband and I were vaccinated and all of the people could start becoming vaccinated, she had her first day of preschool. And you guys, I literally cannot even tell you how much I needed this. I remember the day I dropped her off and came home and like ballet danced around my living room just in pure bliss of having some time in my day to myself. So she started as a two day a week program. Um, Now she's up to three days a week and it's honestly the most refreshing thing that I have ever experienced and it's great for her too. So yes, there was a major transition period with some tough drop-offs and meltdowns at pickup, but it was not as bad as I would have guessed it would have gone based on our experience with her thus far. And she did get over that transition period quickly and now she just loves everything about school. She has a group of friends that adore her and she comes home telling me so many stories about what they play and talk about and she has completely wowed me with her participation in loud activities and messy play at school. She also eats lunch at the same table as other kids. So if you're a parent to a child with sensory sensitivities, you know how big of a deal this is. So because her first month, she asked the teacher if she could sit by herself because it was so loud and she didn't want to sit next to other people when she ate lunch. I will say that most days at pickup, there's a period of like 20 minutes after school where she can kind of be just on edge from being at school all day with all the demands, the waiting, the playing, the talking, the listening. But I haven't really had too many true quote after school meltdowns that I coach my own clients through all the time. I definitely was holding my breath for that. It just seems like overall the school I chose for her and the environment and people in it seem to be pretty regulating for her. If you want to hear more about how I picked the preschool and what I think about when choosing a preschool for your child, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram at the OT Butterfly so I know there's interest and then I will do an episode on that. But we've just come such a long way in her emotional regulation, in my parenting skills, and my husband's parenting skills. I do have to give him a plug here, a shout out for getting on board team positive parenting and really picking up on the language and shifts I've been trying to make with her. She's very much still a fiery, sassy girl with a small sensory cup, but she has way better emotional regulation skills and she's seriously impressive when it comes to expressing her emotions and reflecting on them. 
I'm super, super, super proud of her and the work that we've done as a family. She's also pretty much mastered her sensory sensitivity when it comes to messy play. She's now doing finger painting crafts at school. She does a ton of um, water play at school and gets her shirt wet. She, I'm seeing pictures of her at school with her bare feet in the sand and bare feet in the grass. All of it, she has put in the work in these past couple years with me using the Just Right Challenge. And those sensory sensitivities, at least in relation to messy play, have seemed to decrease so much. We're still working a lot with her auditory sensitivity and her overall anxiety in general, but you know, that's story for another day. And that's just a continuous journey that I am going to be on with her. So that catches you up to where we are today. Thank you for joining for this four part series as a kickoff to the first season of my podcast. Keep joining me weekly. I will be dropping new episodes with lots of sensory development, education, insights, momhood, vulnerabilities, and everything in between. I will see you next week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider rating it and leaving a review, which helps other parents find me as well. Want to learn more from me? I share tons more over on Instagram at the OT Butterfly. See you next time.